When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this has come through Queen. Is giving Ponzi scheme. Hey, Brendan. Hello, Danielle. What's up? Well, we're back to a pretty busy week with Atlanta back. Mm-hmm. And there's also some interesting news going on on potential shows or and confirmed shows. And some that, unconfirmed shows. <laughs> and unconfirmed shows, maybe fantasies. Mm-hmm. So... Let's get to maybe the fantasy first. Let's go for it. (laughs) Well, actually, no, there's two fantasies, really. I think the first fantasy is one of Luann Deliceps and Sonia Morgan. Let's (laughs) talk about it. This is how it was originally reported on page six, but the way it was reported on page six was very like, who is telling us that this is happening? Mm -hmm. Because usually when a show is announced, it's like people exclusive. Right. Cast, trailer, this, the, Bravo Daily Dish. Where is it airing? When is it airing? Is it filming right now? Mm-hmm. What's going on? This like page six, Sonia and Lucia, which is kind of like a source says this is happening. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That source likely being Sonia Morgan. Exactly. <laughs> so, and then I think a lot of people are commenting like, oh, they're probably in negotiations for this and they think leaking it will help their chances of it getting made. They want to make it happen. Like, create the buzz people talking mm-hmm. about it and here here we are talking about it so i went to e news online okay famously former 
formerly known as Bible by the Kardashians. Formerly known as Bible. Part of the NBCU network. Yes. So the title is Roni's Luann Deliceps and Sonia Morgan could be returning to reality television in a big way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the way it's written is the re- two Real Houses of New York City stars are saying goodbye to the Big Apple. A temporary goodbye, that is. Wow. <laughs> Luanda Lesseps and Sonia Morgan are repeat- reportedly getting their own show. And per page six, it's slated to be modeled after The Simple Life, the early aught series made famous by Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. Mm-hmm. For those who miss the cultural phenomenon, on The Simple Life, the former BFFs traverse rural America, stopping in several small towns to live with a host family and take on house chores and odd jobs. There's no telling how similar Luann and Sonia's show will be. No official network announcement has been made. But one thing's for sure, as long as the two Bravo stars are their usual wild and hilarious selves, the series is bound to be a hit. Um, so fans could also be seeing Luann and Sonia on Bravo's highly anticipated Roni legacy show. No casting decisions have been announced, uh, but longtime housewives are an obvious choice for the show. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's interesting that like this kind of answers my question when I read the page six article of like, where is this airing? (laughs) Exactly. And this NBC universal owned media property is saying this could be happening. (laughs) Well, like it's also, there's also the other part of where it's telling that they're not putting like the kibosh on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they're leaving it open. They're leaving it open. Uh, Is this a program you want to watch? Of course. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, uh, two of the greatest housewives of New York, like, doing simple life things. That sounds fun, right? I think as long as it's, like, well-produced. Sure, yes. You know what I mean? Like, I I wouldn't want to leave it up to, like, their devices. Well, yeah, they're not going to be the producers, I hope. They could be. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. when, they, when they have these spinoffs, they're a producer. But I just think, like... I don't know. I like with so with Sonia's such a wild card, you know? Right, because Sonia thinks she knows what's good. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we went to Sonia Morgan Live. <laughs> 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 I, had, I had a blast. I know, but it was like not for the reasons like she might have intended. Yeah. And then I will like contrast that with the Countess Cabaret, and it's mm. like she knows her lane. She does know her lane. Yeah. I I have more faith in Lou. Yeah. To be honest. But also, like, they both take themselves too seriously at times. We need a produce we need a production team who will do the simple what the simple life did to yeah. Paris and Nicole. I mean, it's like going back to like early seasons Luann when she was like so pompous around mm-hmm. like whenever you would see her in situations around not the wives, but like everyday people. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah. thinks like when she's calling that pizza man in early seasons and sure. she's like announcing herself as like Countess Deliceps. Like mm-hmm. that's the energy I want her to bring to this show. Yeah, that's definitely the energy. Um, yeah, I think this is also a sign. I think in the page six article, it was reported that it would be potentially filming in July. I think this is a sign that Legacy is not filming anytime soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're not worrying about casting Legacy until after they fully cast the new Roni. Yeah, I believe that to be the case. No, it's confirmed. Andy Cohen live. Oh, Andy Cohen live this week. 
Jeff Lewis Live this week, actually. Yes. Andy Cohen was on Jeff Lewis Live. Yeah, you got to right. listen to the radio to get the full story and the little tidbits. I'm telling you, folks, it's worth the <laughs> subscription. I mean, do we have a Come Through Queen promo code? No, but you get the little details. I know, but I'm saying let's get a promo code. <laughs> okay, I'll reach out. <laughs> I'll reach out. Okay. Um, now, follow up. Andy also spoke on our next news story, correct? He did. And this news story is more of like, a, I have a theory that there's hmm. some Bravo meme accounts that just want to get attention for like a day or two. Okay, okay. And okay. so they pull something out of the blue and fully make it up. And we'll go through like the little time it takes to like Photoshop something up sure. and act like it's Bible. And it spreads like wildfire because none of these people who run these accounts Sorry, I'm always raging in, against these accounts, uh, but it's yeah, like yeah. there's not a lot of critical thinking about like what we're posting going on. Okay, um, so. I do think. Okay, say what we're talking about. So there was a rumor that came out that Peacock is going to be is working on three different Housewives franchises, mm -hmm. and the cities are the Real Housewives of Nashville, yep, the Real Housewives of Scottsdale, okay, and the Real Housewives of Winnetka, which is okay. a suburb of Chicago. Okay. So it's crazy for us to be like learning about the potential of three at the same time. Um, but I think when it comes to that, it could just be like, okay, we're in three places trying to get a show off the ground. Doesn't mean like all three will happen. Sure. And there's like supposed evidence that there's like been casting going on in all these places. I've heard about Nashville casting for a while, but just because they're casting someplace doesn't mean a show's going to get off the ground at all. Yeah. And because... I, I, I've heard two examples in the Win Winneka, one mm -hmm. within our Facebook community, and then someone who uh, was a prior guest on our podcast, Brittany Pierre, mm -hmm. like both talking about knowing that people have been talked to in yeah. the Chicago suburbs. So I'm not an expert on like how this works, but I think I kind of know a little bit where yeah. I think what happens is a production company will come into a community, right? Mm. And they will start casting to try to get a show to sell to Bravo. Yes. And so they'll start casting and bringing together these women to like do a housewife show and they'll fully they'll do that sizzle reel or whatever and wow. then they'll pitch it to bravo and i think andy cohen said on the radio like 99 percent of that those don't go through mm -hmm. but on the other side like that is how salt lake city was apparently done yeah i of the three i feel like we've heard about casting attempts in nashville for a very long time yeah, I, with me, it's like Nashville. I feel like I already know what I'm going to see. And mm. like, we're going to Nashville so much on these shows these days. Yeah. And it's like, there's already stuff based in Nashville. Like, I don't know. I, I, I'm not clamoring for it, but to me, it feels like a, a when and not an if. Yeah, maybe. The one that excited me the most was the Real Houses of Winnetka. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I've heard it's like a wealthy, wealthy community. It's in the Chicago suburbs. We've never had Midwest women. Yeah. 
I've been clamoring for Midwest and I've been clamoring even more for New England. <laughs> but like we've dis- we discussed this New England last week. Like, where are we going? We're going to Boston, but no, like yeah. no one's gonna do it in Boston. I think we could do it in Boston. <laughs> Okay. I'm just dying for it. I guess like I just miss Boston <laughs> my few years there. So I would love to like be back on television there. One that I always hear a lot of, and I may have mentioned this last week, probably not though. Um, mm-hmm. Real Housewives of the main line in Philadelphia, which is which, like. Which is the other place I have deep connections to with college. Yeah. Yeah. And I think and I- that. That would probably be easier to to put together a show than Boston, to be honest. And I mean, in Atlanta this week, we could have like done a show within a show and introduced oh, these women. Oh my god! <laughs> well, we will get we will get to that in a minute. Um, but yeah, I I think the moral of the story is wait wait till you really hear something official because <laughs> it could very easily be fan fiction. But like nobody's gonna listen to the moral of the story because everyone believes every mm. bit of Bravo n- news. And I'm telling you, it is like, it's like a symptom of the bigger problem that we have going on mm. in media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if For you're sure. not, if you're gonna believe anything you believe on a Bravo blog, you're gonna believe anything you read online about like mm. politics. Sure, yeah, yeah. What a lesson. Thanks. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> I've, I've said this a thousand times. I know. I know. I know. I know. Okay. Something that we can confirm, confirm. This is a show that is coming. And I think like this really was under my radar. And then like hit me like a ton of bricks today. You got like really excited about this in a way that I was like, okay. Okay. What I am talking about is a show called The Challenge, colon, USA. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is from Variety. Uh, Can CBS talent handle The Challenge universe? Viewers are about to find out. The network announced the cast of The Challenge, uh, USA, on Wednesday, revealing 28 fan favorites from Survivor, Big Brother, The Amazing Race, and Mm. Love Island, who will compete on the new show. The series will kick off... The series, which kicks off with a 90-minute premiere, will be hosted by longtime challenge host TJ Lavin. Okay. Um, this will premiere after the premiere of Big Brother on July uh, 6th. Oh. Yeah. So th- this is interesting to me for numerous reasons. Number one, I used to love, love, love the challenge. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of one of those shows that like, fell off at some point and then I didn't jump back on. But like we've talked about on this podcast, like the CTs, the mm-hmm. Johnny Bananas, the this, the that. Like I love that cinematic universe. I mean and CT was jumping out of a floor at the MTV reality TV awards or whatever it's called. And what's been kind of flown under my radar for all this time since I've been gone is that slowly like Big Brother people have been on the challenge on MTV. Mm-hmm. And I've been missing all of that, right? Right. So now we have the challenge on CBS and it's predominantly Big Brother people. Right. It's no MTV people other than TJ Lavin. And then it's Survivor, a little uh, Love Island, and a few Amazing Race people. Mm-hmm. And the Big Brother people that have been cast. I'm like losing my mind over. Well, I mean, they're like, most of them are like our girlies from last summer, which, which we, 
it was the first Big Brother since the first season I watched that I watched the entire season. And like when we were talking about it on this podcast, we were like, this is important television. Yeah. It was appointment television. Appointment and important television. And like I was I was G-chatting you today. We have six people from out of the nine people from Big Brother, six are from last season's Big Mm -hmm. Brother. And it's pretty much the six I would pick. Yeah, same. Of course. Yeah. I'm I'm in like heaven right now. Yeah. Name the six, just so people know. Okay. So the six from last season, the one that I might be the least excited for, but she was an interesting character, Alyssa Lopez. Oh, I actually grew to love her because she like, yeah, I I grew to love her. Okay. One of my personal favorites, Aza Awasom. Oh, love her. Oh my God. Legend. And like, could not win a challenge to save her life. So how is she on this show? Also remind people of the connection. Oh my God. Candace Dillard's sister <laughs> like not sister but uh Candace, sister. Co- Can- Candace coached her yeah 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 oh my god okay uh we have also from last season sorry there's like a lot of people in between my love and your love Derek my Z- love more Derek Z- Zhao yes king and like his little like his little photo so cute I mean, King, 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 King. We have from last season also. We have Kylan Tiffany, Young, Kylan, which is is a controversial. Uh, he ended up remember like he kind of like he was a co- villain. Yeah, he flew too close to the sun by the end of the the series. Yeah, um, he was a villain. We have Tiffany Tippy Toes Queen, which like. She, like, remember, like, when she didn't win? <laughs> I know. That was tough stuff. And we have the winner. We've got D to the E to the T to the O to the hold it. X. <laughs> <laughs> Xavier Prather. I mean, King. I mean, he also was, like, so good at the Big Brother game. So I'm excited to see him back. Um, But, yeah, so we have... We have those six. We also have uh, Enzo from All Stars and like mm-hmm. a, a very early season. We have from that same uh, from that same season of All Stars, David Alexander, mm-hmm. who, if you remember, was on the prior season, kicked out early, and then lasted yep. super long in All Stars. Yep. And then we have that like just a random person from like 2018. We have. Uh, Angela Rumans, who was like kind of like the the showmance with like that surfer dude guy. The guy with the really curly hair? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was the year where I'm like, ugh. Mm, yeah, but like happy to have her. Happy to have her. Welcome aboard. And then there's a bunch of Survivor people, but we won't go into that because last time I talked Survivor on this, I got scolded. <laughs> no, but we, we checked with Evan and... Uh, there are Evan Ross Katz did confirm that a lot of these people are good people to have on their show. Yeah. Love Island. I don't know what we're doing. Like they're not, this show will not get me into love Island. Well, yeah, because it's like, what are they doing? They're on an Island and they're in love. <laughs> good. Good for you. And they're um, not British because they're American. This is yeah. USA. Yeah. This is USA. And apparently, so like this, this show is occurring in like 
three other regions and then there's going to be some sort of like ultimate <gasps> winner. Oh, I love that for us. Yeah. So it's going to be like a global competition. Oh, love that. Yeah. Who's so hosting it? RuPaul? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Michelle Visage. UK versus the world again? Yeah. Um, yeah. So can't wait for that. But speaking of RuPaul, all stars, all winners, all all, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, so we... Little backstory. We made a mistake. (laughs) We so on Friday we had a little viewing party at Dan's house for Fire Island, which you should go see. And by go see, I mean turn it on your TV on Hulu. Um, and it was great, and we were like having the best time. So we all decided to watch Drag Race late that night together. After, after, and I think it was like it was a shame because it, it was probably the worst episode of all winners so far. Well, I think the opposite of a shame. I think it's for the best. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because we were all together and we could like talk over it. We could like sure, 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 go sure. refill our drinks. We could do whatever we wanted, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Cause I mentioned last week, it was like, Oh my God, we've had three, like these are the challenges I want to see. Mm-hmm. I want to see the ball. I want to see us singing and dancing. I want to see us snatching. I don't want to see us doing like farmland fantasy improv sketches. Here's the thing about this challenge that I think could be improved. And I don't remember if like they've done this courtroom improv thing Mm, before in the past. And I remember thinking it was good in the past or maybe some of it was good. I Mm. think if you're doing an improv challenge, you need a live studio audience. Mm, Yes. You mentioned that while we were watching. Correct. You need like laughter because the way, the thing about snatch game that makes it work is that you've got Rue and two like judges or two contestants laughing. Yeah. And otherwise it's silent. And like, (laughs) <laughs> the girlies the girlies themselves like people feed off laughter and laughter makes people funny in a lot of ways sure, right sure 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 so i think that's like a flaw of this particular challenge i do think also when it comes to comedy improv is harder than like a roast right or something scripted you famously are not great at yes and i say yes and i hope i have improved over the past six years <laughs> you almost did no heart <laughs> no no love <laughs> um yeah so i do think like when it comes to comedy on this program like improv is the hardest and like we can't expect these gals to be comedians on top of everything else but that's what we expect do we have to add another C to the charisma, uniqueness, nerve telling, comedian? CC? But isn't that what Snatch Game is? I know. I know. It's just like Snatch Game to me is like more akin to... What they usually do. What they can do. Like Because, yeah, we come from a long, long history of we. <laughs> <laughs> Drag queens come from a long history of like like celebrity impersonation. Sure. Was, wasn't is a big part of drag. Yeah. And like, I guess you could say hosting a night in a bar is adjacent to improv, but not really. You don't have to be like the third little pig while you're doing that. Unless that's your thing. Yeah. I mean, it's more, I like, I've always said like, I want to, like, I've talked about this, I think on this podcast before. I remember like season two 
where they were like, they went to a bar and they were like performing in like a traditional bar space. Which was what it, were they doing? Was that the burlesque they, thing? Yeah. Well, yeah. or like the, the stripper pole thing or something. Yeah. That was burlesque. That was yeah. Tito Von Teese, right? Okay. I think a challenge really should be like host. Host. Go to pieces and host for Adele. Show us show us your hosting skills. Cause that's the fucking skill. Wait, this is actually okay. I have an idea. And this okay. might be new too New York centric, but I think it's kind of universal mm-hmm. gay. Mm-hmm. They should do a setup of pieces, like a set mm-hmm. of pieces. Mm-hmm. And it's full of like mostly gay men and yeah. other people. And then Ginger Minge as Adele is sitting in the audience. <laughs> The Adele is at pieces, like, yes. like challenge. And exactly. then they, they have to host and they yeah. have to do the thing where like they play the games and bring people up to like, mm-hmm. yeah. like they do like the typical, like bring people up to like either dance or like, sure, like sure, sure, sure. whatever. That would be great. Yeah. Oh, side note. I, we missed this in the, in the pre-show fire Island conversation, but I forgot about one of my favorite scenes was peppermint yeah. hosting Con- Conrad Ricamora dancing to Kim Petras, hard to break. Yeah. Iconic scene. <laughs> iconic moment. <laughs> I mean, Peppermint, what an icon. I mean, Pepper, like, Peppermint is a host. She is a host. She is the moment. She is an actress. She's a singer. She is an activist. She's everything. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. Um, don't love this challenge. And then, like, it's one thing for us to not have fun with an improv episode. But then for, like the theme of the runway being spikes on the runway. Mm-hmm. Like at least give me a fun runway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Spikes don't, I don't identify with spikes. When, when, oh my God, Jeffrey Borger Chapman said to the Vivian, this is one of the best looks of all time. Like we all fell on the floor. <laughs> uh. By contrast, I do got to say, Trinity's look was amazing. Like that big set piece. Oh, Buffy thing. Like through her chest moment. I was thinking also like, isn't there a character named Spike in Buffy? Yeah. yeah. Like someone should have just done his drag. Mm -hmm. Like, you know? Oh yeah. 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 For sure. But that would have been like a nice, a nice touch for the Buffy fans. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm sure we'll get back. We'll get back on track next week, right? I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Okay. Let's get back on track after a week break with Real Houses of Atlanta. Um, great episode. Such fun moments. Oh, okay. I think like, I think there was, there was, there was highs and lows for me. There were major lows, but Oh. Before before we get into anything, I will say I think that Sheree sitting outside, which we'll talk more at length about, yeah. Sheree sitting outside in Philadelphia at alone in that like big jacket will become <laughs> one of the most iconic images in Housewives history, which is hard to do this late in the game. <laughs> okay. Let's save it. Let's save it. Let's save it. Okay. From here's my complaint is like I think the design of this trip was a little bit of a misstep of like three husbands being with us. Yes. Agree. 
Like, there was even a moment during this episode where, like, the husbands are like, let's just leave. (laughs) No, and I was like, thank God, because it also just, like, made... So, like, all the single gals showed up first, so it's like, it's like, everyone's all out of whack. Yeah, yeah. Um, We did get to go see Thoughts of a Colored Man. Not we, you and I, but the cast members. And... I, it was cute when Marla hopped on the city ba- bike. It was a very New York City moment. Right. We need to set. We need to back it up and back it up real quick, though, because yeah. the panty vibrator uh, okay, sure, situation, sure, sure. which we don't have to go deep on, but I'm like, if I'm bringing my friends to see the show I produced, mm. is this what we're? Is this the gag like we're doing during it? <laughs> I know I would have maybe put this like a different night if I'm planning the weekend. Yeah, like at like a dinner maybe. But like even that, it's like most a lot of the people obviously were uncomfortable with it because it's like, do you want somebody like it's so weird? Do you want somebody like making your insides vibrate during a play that's like a pretty serious play? Mm -hmm. Like it's it was it was off to me personally. I think for sure a misstep from producer Candy. Yeah. Um, but speaking of producer candy, I felt like so bad that we were doing an advertisement for the play that is no longer running on Broadway. That's okay. I mean, we'll see next week. I, I bet you it picks up a bunch of awards. Hopefully. Is it, is it nominated? I think so. I don't think it is. Not at all. No. Oh no. (laughs) I don't, I, I looked. Because I wanted oh, to see if, if Candy was going to get her her tea of her EGOT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although it was recently announced that she is she has joined as a producer for a Samuel L. Jackson play that is premiering in the fall. And Danielle Brooks is also in it as well. I think this strategy is really smart. Yeah. It's like, let's put our producer hat on. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So... I felt bad about that. It was, it was reminding me a little bit of like them talking about like specific scenes was reminding me of like Dorinda talking about Anne Hathaway's performance in that one one episode (laughs) that had an actual commercial as part of the episode of Brian. I know. So interesting. Um, We, so what are you thinking about Sanya Mm. and her like, being on the show. Okay. I think the jury is still out. I do think, um, I don't think her husband's ready. Yeah. And I, I will say yeah. classic turning on the person who brought you that like brought you quote unquote on the show as a friends. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so stupid that they even have to, treat that as a thing. <laughs> right. But I love it when it happens. Yeah. Cause it's like, Oh, the producers created this. Like, why mm-hmm. am I pretending like she brought me onto the show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. Th- like I, the, the women grilling her on drop it with drew was actually hysterical. Oh yes. Again, <laughs> <laughs> you're calling it a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> The website not loading. Marlo calling it a Facebook group. (laughs) 
and shout out to our Facebook group, by the way. Uh, no, out. that was like that was one of the best scenes. Just like because like we've got the gals gabbing before anyone shows up, right? And then everyone <laughs> shows up, and it actually made me. Now that I think of it, like thank God that the men were there because like the single gals got to get their artillery up or whatever, and like mm-hmm. have like some stuff to talk about. Yeah, I, I mean, he, Drew was on Watch Robins Live this week and her even like explaining it in present day was a mess as well. <laughs> I mean, them doing a poll of whether or not her and Ralph oh. will survive the, this marriage. I mean, Drew has a humiliation kink. Yeah. But like, I'm enjoying it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I do think like in a way she is saving the show. Yeah, and I will say, I mean, there's a little bit of charade in that, right? Because it's like mm. oh, yeah. it's a it's a show it all kind of thing, and yeah. like I'm on this show to show my life. I mean, Drew, you could argue like is a little more calculated, and there's like a little more storyline like manipulation there. But it's yeah. like a housewife who's not afraid to be humiliated <laughs> is kind of like. It's kind of old school housewives. It's A like disaster. it's like Lynn Curtanian. It's Lynn Curtanian. <laughs> okay, I do. I might have mentioned it a few, for an episode or two, but I am having so much fun with Kenya this year. Oh, same. Whereas prior years, I was like, "Why? Like, why are you here? I don't even want you on this program." Because Kenya's having a good time, and she's like she's realizing things like she's in her year of realizing mm. things. Remember Kylie yeah. Jenner's year year. Um, she's realizing things. I think this stuff with Mark, like her walking out, like to talk to him and like realizing that he's not going to make the effort to like actually hang with Brooklyn throughout the night. And then like the girls telling her like, kind of like edu- not educating her, but like being like, you can't force the situation and he's like showing who he is basically he won't go over the bridge i really to this day cannot wrap my head around kenya and mark either can i remember when they got married in secret and and that was that was before she was kicked off the show right so she met him at the end of filming the prior season. Ended up getting married to him like before the new season started filming and they punished her by like not bringing her back because she was doing all this behind the right. show's back. And then she showed up the last episode pregnant. Yeah. Of that season at yes. the Seagram's party. I always yes. walk. Sometimes I'll see like, Seagrams and my neighbors are cycling and I'm like, mm. Cynthia. Cynthia, yeah. Yeah. So so like, how did we get such a whirlwind in like a year and a half? That's life, baby. And 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 my question is like, when was it good? I think it was like good on paper because mm. they're both gorgeous. Okay. And sometimes like gorgeous people just like think that everything's going to be okay with gorgeous people. Yeah. As long as you got two beauties. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it, it, it just feels like we've been talking about their downfall for years and 
we were never present for a good moment. I know. At least with like the Bethany of it all, we had like yeah. one, a good season of Housewives and then like what, like getting, ha- getting then the married. getting married season. Yeah. And then it was downhill from there. Yeah. 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 Okay. Is there anything big you want to talk about besides going down with Sheree to Philly? I mean, that is the moment and every part of it to me is like important. Okay. So, so what are the important parts? Just like, I feel like, first of all, we're like on FaceTime with the daughter who we like never around, Mm, you know? Yes, 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 yes. And we're spending a lot of time on FaceTime with her. Oh yeah. And we're in a sprinter van, which like that is luxury. I, I have to travel from New York to Philly a lot and I'm never in a sprinter van and I like wish I could be. Now I know there's been a lot of Mary J. Blige references. I was getting a little bit in terms of the fur, um, Jennifer Lopez hustlers. Yes. You would like to climb into that fur with her. I want to snuggle up with Sheree. Yes. Keep her warm in that cold Philly day. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, are we dealing with like at this point, are we not doing indoor dining in Philly? Mm. Did Trey like not have her Vax card? Okay. It seemed like, it seemed like there was dining going on inside. Cause she's the only one sitting outside. Yeah. I wonder, did they not want to let a film crew inside? Right. That is the thing that I'm like wondering. And it's very strange. Just a quick aside with like both Atlanta and Beverly Hills having prior seasons where things felt laxer. And then like the COVID stuff feels more intense right now. In Beverly Hills. In Beverly Hills and Atlanta. Yeah, for sure. Like in Atlanta, half the time in New York, they were eating outside. Well, yeah, but that was, that's New York. Yeah. But yeah, Beverly Hills, I'm like, I didn't know at this point, we'll get to it, but I didn't know at this point, like, we're we're walking to the host stand in a mask. When they, it felt like they were barely doing that the prior season. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. back to Philly. Yes, 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 yes. Um, just like everything about this scene and like the drink ordering and her just trying to order like a a gin with cucumber. I love that they left so much in Mm -hmm. like the rapport with her and the waitress. Like I wanted the waitress to like sit down and keep her company. The waitress actually like felt like a star. Yes. She didn't have star star quality, even behind her mask. I like wanted to see her face. I was like, pull down the mask. (laughs) I want to see who this star is. And it was very much Monet exchange wearing her mask on the runway. And then when she took it off at the end, we were like, Oh my God, you're, you look beautiful. Why did she not, why did you have it off all time? And just like the, the jump from, we don't have cucumber to like, I can get you a French 75, which is basically Mm. gin and lemon lemonade. And is that what a French 75 is? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. And then, like, I was watching just the table during it all, and to see that, like, <laughs> stop. <laughs> no, but like, at some points, we transitioned from one full French seventy five being there to the empty glass and the new one uh, being yeah, there, side by side, so and, she... and the tea <laughs> with the tea bag. <laughs> but like, she liked the recommendation from our friends, the star waitress, yeah. which I yeah. liked. Um, no, I mean, 
I do honestly think the image of Sheree sitting at that table by herself <laughs> is something that will go down in history of housewives. And that's mm. not like, that doesn't happen these days. Right. Yeah. It was very ex- exhilarating. Can you on the phone, a girl's girl, a girl's girl. How can I get you to the airport? Yes. How can I get you a flight? Yeah. It's actually, I will say, it was very you helping me break my lease from my old apartment. Like, <laughs> solutions, friendship. We are solution based here. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm still like lukewarm right now this season. Right. This, I, this episode like exhilarated me because I had a lot of feelings between being so like freaked out by like, like, yeah going to the opening show and we're, we're doing the panty thing. And then like being so high on life with Marlo mm-hmm. asking those people outside the theater, watch our city bike. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. like being like having like so many emotions sitting there with Sheree. Uh, shall we move on to Beverly Hills? We shall. This episode was like, is it a Bones Day? Is it a no Bones Day? Is this episode a phone episode or a no phone episode? Let me tell you, it was a, a no, no phone, phone episode. episode yeah. Because like I was actually, I, I was a little behind, so I was fast forwarding through commercials. So like I didn't have, even have time to look at my phone because I was riveted by this episode. Where to start? Where to Garcelle start? buying that Malibu house? Garcelle buying that knockdown beach house mm-hmm. with her sister. She's like... I mean, we've seen it in her career since she's joined Housewives. She's never gotten more jobs, I feel like, in her life. Mm, so great. it's like she's spending that money. Deserve. This is the time. Make the investment. Yeah. Uh, we have Dorit and Erica at that little lunch, mm-hmm. which was like not really much of anything. Um, other than they like, ordered. Oh, they ordered the same salad. The which, which I will say I was out to dinner last night with two other people. And we had been discussing orders beforehand. And then they both ordered first and they ordered the same thing, which I was going to order. And I made a split, like I made an in the moment decision to order something else. Oh my God. When Alex and I were down at my parents' beach house, it was my parents, Alex and I, and my uncle and aunt. And four of the six of them, not including me and like one other person ordered the same thing mm-hmm. and, and it was and like the waiter or wait like it was a waitress but like whenever that happens like the waiter or the waitress love like making it a whole gag yeah i didn't want it to be the gag so i was like why i, I was like i saw the second thing that i wanted and i was like order that but like are these people you would share with because then like i could see that well we later share so we didn't usually okay I'm not going to go into it like in a big way, but usually I was in an Italian (laughs) restaurant in Williamsburg. And usually if I were with like close, close friends, I would Mm. be like, let's just do shares. But you're not a big share dinner person. Oh yeah. Yes, I am. Oh, okay. We just like, we have such differing, you have, you have, you're the problem here where you (laughs) can't eat a lot of foods that I do. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like whenever Alex and I go out to dinner, it's like, oh He'll order something with cheese and then he gets a taste of my meal. It's truly yeah. like, <laughs> I can't win. When I go out with my family, it's always sharing. When I go out mm-hmm. with Honey and Jamie, usually it's sharing. But wow. 
this was somebody I have not seen in probably like six years. And then yeah. um, a friend who you know. And yeah. then um, so I was not like going to be like, oh, we should share. So we all got separate things. Mm. But then we did share a pizza as like a okay. dessert. Oh, a, a dessert pizza. <laughs> it was a regular pizza, but we ate it last. I know. I know. I, know. <laughs> I was just calling it a dessert pizza. <laughs> yeah. Although I like. I've never had one, but like, I feel like I could fuck up a Nutella pizza. That does sound good, actually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So back to Beverly Hills. That was nothing. But then the tension of the Kyle Crystal lunch. And the, I feel like the way it was shot was so different than everything else. The, uh, it felt like it was like an, an early... New Jersey housewife scene. The lighting was like weird. Yes. The restaurant was like, the restaurant was like darker and like maybe like had more brown tones that felt like New yeah. Jersey. And and Kyle and and Crystal were both wearing like very dark clothing. Yeah, I felt like it was on a different show. <laughs> to me, Kyle, especially around Crystal, it feels like she needs to let the mouse go. And mm -hmm. I'm not fully in, like, I don't know where I'm standing on the crystal thing. Cause like details are still coming out. We're still trying to like figure it out. Like summer yeah. Sanders, but it's like, to me, I'm like, Kyle, like you're, you've been on the show for like 20 years. Like let, mm. let the mouse go. I know, but I think we are going on such a crazy journey right now with the crystal thing. Yeah. Like I don't, I have no idea where we are. Okay, let's, we're going to get, because it's all the end of the episode, but this part is just kind of like, it's, it's, it's also like, well, I guess, you know what it is? Kyle is involved. If, if you think she was the it. only other girl there, which we learn, it's like, she wasn't there. She wasn't there. <laughs> but then, but like, is that, is that confirmed the thing that we were talking about? Is the I, like thing? I, I think we landed on that. Okay. Well, let's get I, through the let's get through the rest because that's very heavy ends. So let's get through yeah. the rest. Yeah. But but and like the whole gaslighting thing is just, is like so annoying. It's like such a annoying and stupid thing to be discussing. But like, if Crystal was convinced that it was a conversation that Kyle was part of, and Kyle has no recollection of it, and Crystal's insisting that she was there, she's just was drunk or something else. But then it turns out that Kyle actually was not there. Then who's the gaslighting? Isn't is that gaslighting? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, let's let's get to Mexico. Let's get to Mexico. Where are we? Go? We gotta go. We're doing some other stuff first. Well, first we have to we have to deal with the lowest of it all, and by deal with, I mean like truly. Oh yeah. Okay. We we have that. Let's get to that. Um, I mean, it was essentially a a confessional with like an explanation and a montage montage we've got like it was like silent mm. like we got we went to oregon right yeah we got some shots in oregon all like silence no music we got the confessional we got the montage which i thought was beautiful mm -hmm. i mean like we all loved lois i it makes me so sad i mean the fact that she was 93 and a half is crazy i know she was so like vibrant for that age, yes. Yeah. And then, like, you know me. <laughs> I'm obsessed with age. I, you really and, are. And then, like, I was like, she's 93 and a half. How old is Rena again? Rena is going to be 
59 next month. Okay, so what's the math on that? No, it's not math on that. It's more just like, I can't believe Rena is is that old. Doesn't she come across a little younger? She, like, her personality, I mean, she gets it from Lois, like, her personality is younger, but I mean, like, like she's been with us in culture yeah. for so long sure. that yes, yes. it's not surprising to me at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just weighing all different, like, factors. Yeah. She gets it from her mom, as people say. Yeah, she gets it from her mom. Uh, yeah, so that was obviously very sad. I shed one tear, or four. Oh, okay. Or five. Wow. I'm a very you. emotional person. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we go to Mexico, Diana came over to Kyle's, and we learned about, like, Diana's miscarriage. I know. Which I was very confused about, like, the timeline in terms of the baby's one is one year old and like when she got pregnant again and when the miscarriage happened like is this is this are we dealing are we talking about something that happened like right before filming started i guess it sounds like that possibly yeah yeah because she was like into her second trimester i think she was saying yeah so it happened just now, which is probably why it's like, why it's something that she's like bringing up in this context mm-hmm. in this conversation. Yeah. Um, that's sad. Also not to like pivot, but mm. the dogs. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, when they came on screen, I like was screaming. <laughs> I mean, train your dogs, kids. I, I love how like that's always your takeaway. Every episode, it's like your PSA is to train your dog. What's yours? Kill them? It's like, why are we even doing this? Why are we domesticating <laughs> pets? Yeah. Let them live their lives. <laughs> okay. I mean they, they wanna like they wanna go hunting for like, right? Isn't that what they're doing now? Going after the cheese? <laughs> I guess. I, I wonder where that started. Hmm. Yeah, like why? Some... Why did why did humans decide to do that? Because like companionship, mm. they are like humans' best friends. Yeah, but they we they were wolves. We True. made this happen. We made this happen. Who was the first person to be like, "Hey, wolf! Hey, wolf! You want to hang out? <laughs> you go, give me a hug." <laughs> and that wolf was like, "Hmm, hmm. that sounds okay. fun." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Garcelle and Sutton going to that sushi place. And this is where we finally like get, get a hint as to what's going on. Yes. But before we get the hint, we have to discuss Sutton's Mm. drink order. Oh yeah. I mean, it was very Bedorian, but it like makes no sense. Bedors made more sense to me. Okay. Because like Sutton's only asking for the vodka in one glass and the grapefruit in one glass. Then she's transferring the ice from the grapefruit juice by chopstick into the vodka glass, but then pouring almost the four, like the full thing. So like Shannon was doing things in multiple parts and there were limes involved. And I think there was like soda and then maybe like some fruit juice involved as well. I think the chopstick and ice thing was like a gag. A gag, yeah. yeah. I don't think that would be like her sitting alone in a restaurant without a camera doing that. 
Yeah, just use your finger. Okay. Side note, they they went with the omakase, okay. which I don't know if you've ever done. And I only did it for the first time like a month or two ago with Alex. Mm-hmm. So like a nice Japanese restaurant will offer this. And typically in New York City, it's like super, super expensive. But there's like a few good places that offer it on the more reasonable side. Okay. And Send me Rex, please. It, there's Oh my God, there's a place in, in Brooklyn that we went. And it, so like... I think normally this goes for per person, like in the 200s, okay, 300s, something crazy, right? But there's like a few places that you could get it for like just over or under 100. Okay. Which is like, that's your like fancy night out. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. How but much like, food wh- do you get? Oh, you get like a, a, a good amount. I mean, we like were unsure of what we would be getting because like the whole concept of is like, leave it to the chef. And then they just keep, they bring out rounds of like sushi and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're like, Oh, let's start with like, I think we might've gotten like a, an order of dumplings to start with. And we like did not need it. Okay. Yeah. I might so like to explore that at some point in my life. Yeah. 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 Definitely. It's a fun experience. And like the, the waitress like told us about like fish and blah, blah, blah. It was, it was fun. Oh, I love when they tell you things. I love when they tell you things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we learn via Sutton's retelling and clips. I was like, thank God we have a clip, mm-hmm. you know? Cause I was like, what, how did we not, how did this happen? And we don't have footage and they've been right. seeing this footage all this time. So apparently it was a conversation that took place the day after I don't see color. That was Sutton seeing her children playing in the pool with a black child, a Chinese child. There was maybe some other child and Sutton said something like. She said a red, a red head who might have been <laughs> an Irish Catholic or something like that. <laughs> was I there? Yeah. Brendan, are you friends with the Shreks? Is that why you've been standing all these years? Oh my um, God. So it was, it was just very much like, look at this beautiful United Colors of Benetton ad. Like this is right. how it should be. Yeah. And Chris is like, okay, you're being a weirdo. But like, if this is in fact what it is, the implication that she said something very dark, I thought like Sutton said like this black lives matter thing going on. Like what, what are they talking about? Like all lives matter, like something crazy. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, that was kind of the implication. Also this clip that they played did we see it last year because it didn't seem totally unfamiliar to me you're right it didn't seem unfamiliar and they they didn't say like never never before seen footage and i remember their conversation in that part of the house like we were privy to that yeah but then like did everyone forget that it aired i I don't know. We're, I don't think we're at the bottom of it quite yet. But like this, that clip was less bad to me, maybe than the "I don't see color" from the previous oh, night. Of course, it was less bad. Yeah, yeah. But okay, so then we were spoiler alert. We're filming right after Beverly Hills in Dubai this episode, and I shouted down filming <laughs> we're, we're, we're on set right now uh and i shouted down like as alex was watching watch that in his life i was like did she address this 
And she said, and he said that like, she said there was more to it than just that. Or she was like implying that. Well, if that's the case, that would make more sense to me because Kyle wasn't there for that conversation. Yeah. So I think we're in a really gray area here right now. Mm -hmm. And I, but I will say it's like, I still don't understand Crystal not like, just like saying it. Yeah. But also, I don't know. Yeah. I I don't get what she gets out of not saying it. Because, because it makes her look bad and makes people gang up on her. So like, why wouldn't you just like say the thing so people stop coming yeah. after you? Yeah. Yeah. But like, maybe there's more there that I like don't know or I'm not privy to. Sure. I mean, we're, the season's not done. It's not like yeah. we're like commenting at the end of it, but like from what we know right now, like we've been on, like on a journey. Like I think the first time I was like, what are you talking about crystal? And then last weekend I was like, last week I was more understanding what was going on. And then mm-hmm. this week I'm like back to where it's back to square one. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I do need to point out Lisa Renna ordering a well-done tenderloin steak. I was gagging. Well, she's going through a lot, so please don't bully her during this time. <laughs> oh my god! If you're going through a lot, does that mean you need to like? You really need like, to gnaw. Hack, hack at your steak. Like, you really shit. need to. Gnaw. Sometimes you really need to gnaw when you're going through grief. Oh my As god, somebody I'm... who's been through a lot of that. Mm-mm. So have you gnawed on something? Like... I've I've gnawed. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Uh, when Crystal said, this is a, a I can't even say the word correctly. Ro- Rosarch test. Rosarch test. And then everyone's like, what, what, what? And she's like, sorry, it's a big word. I, <laughs> I mean, like the way she said it so quick, I know what that is. Yeah. But she said it so quickly that if I was at that dinner, I could have been like, wait, what did you just say? I honestly did need Erica's help in that situation. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of that one. I will say. Fascinating work she's doing here. (laughs) I love that it all comes back. To her. to, To her. Like her, her comparing what is happening at this table to her situation with Sutton. To widows and orphans. To widows and orphans. It makes you sick. I got to say kudos to Garcelle for being unafraid. I mean, Garcelle's doing referee work, which is great. Yeah. But, but then also like interesting enough when Erica zooms down and is also doing like her own referee work, not when she stops attacking Sutton for a second. And yeah. then she's like, figuring out the situation and she's like it's so weird because Mm. like there are moments where she's like not attacking Sutton they can be civil and like even the the the, car ride the car ride but even at dinner when she's like trying to figure out the situation she's Mm. like landing on Sutton's side almost yeah yeah which is so weird oh my god wait I was she's an enigma wrapped in a trouble and she's gonna caught and no cash (laughs) and no cash (laughs) but she's got a pj through uh diana i gotta say laugh out loud comedy work when renna (laughs) when renna was saying to sign it's already bad 
it's already bad for you. Sorry. <laughs> she was like, it's just not good for you. I was cracking up. It was just like so matter of fact. About I know, situation. but it's also like the Fox force five. She was like signaling to Sutton. The Fox force five is going to make sure this is not great for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're going to pretend to be on your team through this, but like, although Rena confirms in confessional, the crystal rumors right of how she's like a queen bee social right but like my conspiracy theory is that the fox force five is like using this to divide the other side of mm. course oh okay okay yeah 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 yeah. because because that was the dream team from the LA yeah because we got we yeah, the la times dream team and now we have an easy way to split them up because crystal yeah. gave us a little bit of info yeah yeah I, I'm just riveted. I was riveted by this. I am too. I don't want to move on until we discuss Diana mm. and Leah, her stylist who goes oh, ahead. Yeah, the one who goes ahead. Uh, so what's your take on it? I just like watching someone <laughs> like Leah who's like, an LA girly who like knows what's what. So she walks into the uh, closet and she automatically sees there's not high enough hanging racks for certain garments. And like, I just like the Kardashians surround people surround themselves with people like this person. And I like, like watching this type of person in a space. Okay. I, uh, this is going to bleed over a little bit into the, the Dubai conversation, but I'm like, a little, I know like this is housewives, but like I'm a little grossed out by the Diana Jenkins wealth. Oh yeah. Same. But it's like, I like, yeah. that's why I like, I find the stylist who's not making that much money mm-hmm. endearing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's problem solving. Sure. I just also like, don't understand like how much is there for her to take care of prior to your arrival. It feels like, 20 minutes of work right because like think about when you get to a hotel it's like i do like if i'm staying at a hotel for like a few days i do like to put everything away oh of course i mean like when i was at my parents place for two days we like unpacked our suitcases and put in like drawers and everything oh yeah when i went to your uh beach house i unpacked fully (laughs) i utilized the closet Good. Too. I'm glad. You, I'm glad it was long did. enough for everything I had to hang. Your gar, your garments. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my like two button up shirts. <laughs> wow. Okay. Anything else for Beverly Hills? No. Okay. Dubai. 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 Our second episode. Is that supposed to be like goodbye, my lover? Yeah. Sure. I don't... Like <laughs> goodbye, my lover. Do you remember that song? Yeah, of course. James that Blunt. Was like James Blunt. Yes, it was. The follow-up to um, You're Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Do we got to keep watching this show? I think you have more opinions on it than I do. I think, to me, the most interesting parts of this episode was whenever there was food involved. Oh, yeah. I mean, so you texted me saying, like, I'm interested in this episode when nothing about what they're talking about. (laughs) I don't know what this means. (laughs) So there's like, there's like a lot of food scenes in this episode. I don't know if you noticed. So it was, um, 
What's her name? Sarah? I don't even Sarah. know their names yet fully. The one baking the cake with the son? Sarah. Yeah. And like how she was trying to teach him like the custom of like sitting on the floor and like how you do the rice and then you pick up the other stuff and he wasn't into it. Then we were in the grocery store with Lisa and I thought it was interesting. I, I love to see grocery stores in different parts of the world Mm, in different, like even different parts of the country, because it's like, I like to see, I love, Oh my God, I found a new grocery store today that I might be a go-to for me. Mm. I'm always in a grocery store, probably once or twice a day. That's, crazy no it's not for it's not because i'm like getting like a whole haul i just like like to walk around what if i like Mm -hmm. want a water like what if i would like want whatever Um, and i just like to walk the streets and like see what's up i mean i like famously try to plan i think i've talked about this i've tried to plan everything out on a sunday just so i don't have to like go to the grocery store every day right but you also like stay on your block like for the full week i'm like always walking around Um, to see like who's who and what's what (laughs) um so when they were there and then they like had the section of the grocery store that was for, that was only for non-Muslims. I thought that yeah. was so interesting. Um, Cause obviously that doesn't happen in. It seems huge for pork products. How many I know. pork products could there be? And like, she was only looking for the Oscar Mayer bacon. I don't, you had a whole room <laughs> there gotta be something in there for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, what other food things? Um, well, the fact that we're celebrating Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Very, yeah. Very ladies of London vibes. I know. Here's the thing. Our main conflict right now was that Caroline Stanberry was kind of mean to Chanel Aon, but like, that's it. But we're talking about in every scene. Yeah. It's like, the thing is, even though Caroline Stanberry is not being very interesting in this program, eh, she's still the name on everyone's lips. Yeah. So I think... I think Salt Lake City is like a great comparison point. And I compared it last week when we talked about Dubai is that the fact that we started with such a bang Mm -hmm. with Salt Lake first episode, like I was invested. Right. And I I think we were meeting all the women in like interesting parts in their lives, like Whitney getting married, Mm -hmm. um, uh, Heather leaving the Mormon church. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we, yeah, marriage. when you got married, first episode, yes, yeah, but it, but then we learned it was actually a vow renewal. <laughs> yeah, and first episode of Salt Lake City was smells like hospital. Yes, that was like the icon. There was like an iconic moment. There's not an iconic moment here. Yeah, and I mean, like, I think like Andy and everyone's kind of trying to make like eye on the star, and she's like. She's like playing the role, but she's also like doing like gags and gimmicks and goops. It's like, like the, I think bringing the goat in that moment was actually like a, I don't want to put that into that, but like bringing the onions on her head (laughs) and like telling them that like she's bringing them because you're a very layered person. You know what? To me, she's the one trying She's the one trying. You know who we didn't get a lot of this episode? Brooks. I don't even know. Oh, Brooks. <laughs> okay. But we did, didn't we do um, Girls Night Out with Lisa? But that was like really one of the only moments. And, and then to me, she was, she's she was, the star. She, she was part of the divorcee gals hanging out. Yeah, but like we didn't really like get the focus. We were focused on other girls during this because like. I, I wasn't focused at all. <laughs> and like. 
They're like trying to make Nina the Kyle. Mm. And I don't know why we're on Thanksgiving on a Ferris wheel. Yeah. There was like once, I think it was like a song was playing when, when Chanel and Nina met up and it was like, we started with like money over everything. And I'm like, this is so like, this feels like it's really trying to be selling sunset. Yeah. I will say when the goat went into the pool, I was like, holy shit, are we about to watch a goat die? And that was actually a really (laughs) suspenseful moment for me. Yeah. I mean, the Chanel stuff talking about her dad was traumatic and so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not totally like turned off of this group of women. Like there's interesting parts of them. And like, like I would like to go to Thanksgiving at Lisa's house. Yeah. That did look really good. I do think another comparison point, and it's not an equal comparison, was jumping back in with season four of Miami. Like, I was yeah. in from episode one of season four. Mm-hmm. We had a mix of new gals, old gals. But, like, we start, they brought us in with nostalgia. Like, the first scene of that, yeah. of Miami, was we're getting together with the old gals. Yeah. Oh, I know. And we started with, like, uh, my gal singing her song. I actually, yeah, I actually think if they hammed it up a little more at the beginning with Stanberry. Yeah. And like really connected it to ladies of London from the jump. We should have started with like this wedding. Yeah, that's true because we would have had like all the girls there. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's not our fave, but also like we also explained like all the problematic shit around it. So like, mm, yeah, I mean that's like also souring the mood for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's wrap this up. Uh, we have a freak of the week and a one true queen. The freak of the week this week is kind of a follow up from last week's freak of the week. Mm-hmm. We both watched the MTV TV movie and TV awards. And unscripted. Or did you not watch the regular one? You only watched unscripted? I watched all of it, yeah. Oh, yeah, you watched all of it. Well, first of all, kudos to Vanessa Hudgens. I mean. Can this girl do any any anything wrong besides <laughs> her COVID <laughs> Instagram live? <laughs> I know, but I mean, like, she's she's been kind of, like, that aside. No, no, I, 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 that is part of her oeuvre. Sure. Is that the word? But like I said previously, she should have been nominated for Best Supporting Actress for mm. Tick, Tick, Boom at the Oscars. Okay. And I'm not even joking. That's never yeah. a joke. I'm She is the perfect supporting actress in that film, May. Okay. Number two. Oh, is that, that was at the one point. <laughs> I think that was my one point. Okay, okay. No, great job hosting. Although, like, her little nervous laugh was getting a little old for me by the end. And then I was annoyed. Why was she not hosting Unscripted? Because we got the other girly girl. We got the girl from The Bachelor. Okay. Now, the the change in tone and mood from regular to Unscripted felt like night and day. Well, yeah, because the Unscripted people were, like, so happy to be there. The regular people felt like they were being held against their will. <laughs> and we weren't getting like, we weren't getting the like first string for the, the scripted stuff. And if we were only getting them by video, if they were coming into us. Well, well, so it was like, okay, I, this is how it played out with scripted. It was like, 
Will a nominee show up? If yes, proceed to give them the award. Exactly. If, if a nominee will, if no one will show up, can we get someone on camera on, on a video? On video, yeah, yeah. If yes, then they get the award. Exactly. Finally, if not nothing can can happen, the person will just accept the award who's giving it. Out. It's not the Oscars. <laughs> it's such a disaster. And then in unscripted. Every seat in the house was filled. Yeah, but no awards to Bravo. <laughs> Not a single NBC Universal property, other than I guess, like you could say, Paris um, winning like Best Return with a partial Netflix, partial Peacock show. Right. Was like slightly awarded, but that must have been like, that was in exchange for having her give Bethany her award, which is our freak Bethany's acceptance speech where she like wrote this like lifetime achievement acceptance speech with Roni catchphrases, like mention it all expecting the crowd to lose their mind (laughs) and was met with silence. Good. (laughs) I mean, people have been posting the video all week and every time I like I sit down and watch it because it's so funny to me. <laughs> it's 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 good. Yeah, Especially, I mean, I mean, we that, talked about it last week. Like her accepting this award after just like talking shit about her reality television experience for the past year. It's so obnoxious. It's horrible. Yeah. Okay, who's our once your queen, Brendan? So we're giving it to the film A, Fire Island on Hulu, which yes. we watched this last Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, opening night, one would say. Opening night, um, A++, go watch it. Queer excellence, queer Asian excellence. Mm-hmm. Um, just like a fun summer romp that will be added to your regular summer film rotation. Performances were amazing. Um by everyone. Iconic music moments. I am sure the iconic music moment of this film will win an MTV movie and TV award. Yeah. Cause that is a category. Yeah. A, mu- a music moment. Um, we chat about it at length with spoilers in our pre-show over on Patreon. So you could go tune in there. Of course, go to come through queen.com for all things come through queen, uh, including the Patreon private Facebook group, Twitter account, Instagram, ba 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 ba. Like, comment, subscribe, harsh, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.